When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast, where like we do every single week, we're going to talk about Neosporin and all that it's good for the world. It's really a, it's a very important topic. Uh, we really dive delve into it. Why You're do you think it's called just, Neo? You've been really exposing yourself with like things that are just on your table that like that's I what wish. you're gonna say is the joke i know i wish i had I actually don't have any neosporin but i thought i saw it earlier downstairs on my way upstairs and i was like i'll just say neosporin i don't know what to say that's i got nothing move. funny you could have said just you know i could have gender but studies I didn't. in kuwait <laughs> i couldn't because i'm too busy actually thinking about marvel stuff which is what our actual convention. podcast is yes it is. Uh, i'm coach and with me as always josh kennedy from facebook i love that guy yeah, I wish I was funny, but I was too busy all week. Uh, I took this. I took this assignment very serious. So did I. I rewatched yeah. a lot of movies in a week that I haven't watched in a while because I wanted to make sure they deserve to be on the list. Yes, I had. I made it a bridge. Uh, just curiosity. When you like made your initial list, trying to get to ten, how many did you have? Just off the top, uh, yeah. seven off the top. I had to like nice. really think about three of them. I was like. Mm. I mean, yeah, I really love this movie. Is it one of my top 10? And then I moved him around. I put down 16 movies. And so I've. Oh, I think that's I, what you mean. Yeah. I mean, I of, the, of the 16, I've watched 12 um, to put them back on the list in the last two weeks. So if you guys don't know, we posted up on our Facebook group and on our Instagram and we kind of shared it around that we were going to talk about our 10 favorite movies of all time. And we were going to see just how many of them are Marvel movies, how many are superhero movies, how many are alike. I'm kind of curious about. Uh, but the challenge was to see if you could guess how many superhero movies we got. There was a winner, and we'll announce that at the end. Um, but it was fun. It was a challenge. I think some people thought we were really big superhero nerds. I saw some, like, 16s and 17s out yeah, there. Yeah, shout out to my Aunt Gail, who literally said 19. Like, between the two of us, we liked one movie that yeah, wasn't a superhero movie. I saw a lot of those, like, 15. Like, what do you... Have you ever watched movies? Like, well, that's the thing is like, coach, we kind of pigeonholed ourselves by making a nerd podcast, but little does people, little do people know, like I'm actually a movie nerd. I don't just I'm big watch time movie nerds. And I'll exactly. tell you this, the people who did the best are the people who watch this podcast like constantly. Well, cause, that's because we reference things from other movies that are yeah, not all other movies at all. So uh, and that's, but to me, that makes it feel even better because then it feels like the people who are close and had a chance of winning. No, but shout uh, out to you guys, the listeners and our Facebook friends. Like we, we, I think this was one of the largest like upkeep, like uptick in members we've had in quite a while. A lot of interaction with the posts. Uh, we really appreciate it. We guys, we're glad you guys are listening. I mean, it was probably partially to do with winning $25, but also because you're fans of the Marvel stuff pod. So Without further ado, Coach, I think. Just- yeah, let's do it. We're going to jump into our movies. Um, we got a lot. Of, I mean, like I said, I had like 15 or so. So there are going to be some I want to mention. So before you even start your list, my yep. first question is, is there a movie you thought was going to make this list that didn't? You were like, oh, I'm sure it's on here. And then when you were done, you're yep. like, oh, actually, it's not, though. Uh, one stuck out more than the others because I consider it my favorite animated movie. And that is Batman Under the Red Hood. 
oh, did that's... not make its way into my top ten list. And I, Ouch. everybody, yeah, everybody that knows me knows that I love that movie. It's a really good one. Jensen Ackles is Red Hood. Neil Patrick Harris is Nightwing, uh, based on a graphic novel that's one of my favorites. So, yeah, didn't make my list though. It got an honorable mention to 2010, directed by Brandon Vietti. Shout out to that guy, I guess. I do love that movie. It's um, so good. It's that's probably my favorite DC. Anime. Everyone always says Bass of the Phantasm. I'm like, yeah, I get it, but it's, like, yeah, it's, it's just... good. But okay, we, yeah, let's. I think that it's gets to fun. like the pretentious territory. We're like, yeah, but the cinematography. It's a cartoon. Shut up. Yeah, it's a good. Movie. It, it's a good. I think it's, good movie. that's a good point for our list. These are our top ten favorite movies. We did I not try. Yes, we did not try to tell you the ten best movies yeah, of all okay, time. Yes, that is a <laughs> very specific thing where we want to get make that clear right now. We did not objectively make the list greatest movies of all time because this is movies that we enjoy the most as I've individuals. I've never even seen Casablanca to be honest. Not, so. I've seen Casablanca once, didn't care nope. for it, not even a little bit. It's too old. I don't care. Over my <laughs> head, it's just I don't care, and that's okay. Yeah. We know that it's great. We know that there are certain movies out there. Uh, Citizen Kane, considered one of the greatest movies of all time. I've seen it. Great movie. Nowhere near my top ten, bro. Like, no, not even not in even. the zeitgeist of my top ten. No, I do like Citizen Kane. But it it's didn't, a great movie. It no, didn't make mine. I have some exactly. old movies on here. You know, yeah, I'm so not... why. It's not like we stuck to, like, yeah, well, we've only been alive for, you know, less than 30 years. So every other movie can get bent. Uh, to get it out of the way now, I am really surprised that the Dark Knight did not make my list. I yeah. spoiler, if, it made mine. You'll have to find out where. Spoiler, but. it did. Uh, yeah, I was surprised. I I put it down. I put it in rises. Like just put it down. I was like, oh yeah, this is definitely gonna make my ten. And then as I did the list, I just I like watching rises more. And then I went back. I rewatched uh, ten, nine, and eight to be like, mm, do I really like these more than Dark Knight? And the answer was yes, I did. So I yeah. kept them. Some of them I even moved up. I have a bunch of honorable mentions. We won't mention it. I guess we, this is going to be a longer episode. I'm not going to explain why they're on my honorable mentions. I think that's kind of implied. Uh, one of them that you recommended I watch again, and I did, and I enjoyed it again, but it's still not my top 10. It's The Godfather, 1972, Francis Ford Coppola. And that's an old movie. Yeah, great movie. Awesome. Movie. One of the best gangster movies of all time. Didn't make my top 10, though. Didn't make honorable top mentions. 10. Nope. Uh, do you want to go one-to-one on honorable mentions, or you want me to just smash through my list real quick? Ah, right, we'll save the honor, let's save the rest of the honor mentions before we reveal the final one. That way, okay. yeah, that's a, I like that idea too. Let's do it. A little suspense on the on the superhero count. Then, all right, let's go ten, nine, eight, real quick. Uh, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? I'll go first. All right, let's hear it. All right, number ten, uh, Fight Club, Edward Norton, Ooh. Brad Pitt, uh, nineteen ninety nine, David Fincher movie. Uh, watching it a second and third time, it doesn't stay as good, but it's still one of like my favorite movies of all time. Just the twist that you that you experience in the first one is just some next level stuff. There are obviously hints throughout it, which you can retroactively put together like, oh, they're actually the same person. But I truly enjoy that movie. It's one of the first like one of the first rated R movies I've ever I've ever seen. And it just stayed up in my upper echelon of tears. I did rewatch it to make sure it stayed on my list. And it did uh, coach Fight Club anywhere in your zeitgeist at all. It's in my zeitgeist. I enjoy it. I like it a lot. Um, I fortunately already knew the twist going in, so I never had the first viewing movie magic. So I think that kind of hurts it. For sure. And I weighed a lot of my list on first 
viewing and then like that was probably like my well that's most yeah, important was first mm, viewing and then and rewatchability. Then rewatchability is also a big factor but the first time i watched fight club i was blown away i mean it came out when i was four i didn't watch it when i was four but it somehow didn't get spoiled now i had so. you know i had like not just the spoiler at the end like the entire movie i felt like it was just cultural zeitgeist it was like star wars episode four like i just knew everything that happened before i watched yeah, it i so. somehow managed to kick keep short. out of it until i did get around to watching it so maybe i just wasn't paying enough attention but whatever uh good movie, right, keep rolling number nine uh this one maybe if you didn't know me you might think this is one that i put in there because it's considered a great movie but i watched it for the first time in college it's a 1967 movie Directed by Mike Nichols, and it is starring Dustin Hoffman. Mm. It is his original movie, The Graduate. Dustin Hoffman, he says. That's so uh, funny. Yes. The Graduate. Grad- that's, a, that's a good poll. Yes. Uh, not, not on my radar at all, but. That's okay. It's I, I bought the movie again because you can't stream it anywhere because no one cares anymore. But I took a film class my freshman year of college, watched it for the first time. And it was it's essentially like the definitive coming of age movie. He graduates high school or excuse me, college. And he's in the summer between his senior year of college and graduate school. He's over accomplished captain of the cross team, captain of the debate team. And he's just kind of like left in this limbo of what he's going to do next, which I really related to. I also went to college. And then once once you're done and you accomplish that thing that you were always shooting to do, then you're presented to with what to do next. This movie's like the ideal uh, movie to watch when you're kind of sitting in that headspace. Uh, I guess I don't want to talk about it too much. A lot of people have seen the movie before. Have you seen it personally? I've seen Graduate. Uh, American Pie is obviously my coming of age story, the definitive one. But I could see where you might think Graduate's better. Uh, I love American you know. Pie. Don't get me wrong. I mean, uh, the day I turned 17, I bought all of the American Pie movies on DVD at Walmart. So. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. But no, The Graduate, uh, it's the tale of Mrs. Robinson, uh, your mother, one of your mother's friends. And there's a weird, he gets in a weird sexual relationship with a much older woman who is very attractive. Shout out to that actress. I forget her name. But uh, they go through a whole thing where it's completely platonic and then they kind of get these weird feelings. It, it's a strange movie because he eventually gets forced to go on a date with Ms. Robinson's daughter, Elaine, and then they hit it off because they're actually the right age and there's this whole confusing thing between the two of them and uh, it, it's ups and downs. And Dustin Hoffman is so delightfully awkward the whole movie. It's so funny. When he finally hits up Mrs. Robinson to hook up at the hotel, he's, he goes, he, he refuses to go by the key and he, he uh, like walks into a ballroom to a wedding that he wasn't invited to because he was too scared to buy a ticket to the hotel or a key for the hotel. Whatever. I want to describe the whole movie, but I love it. Number nine. Yeah. Love it. I it. No, keep going. Uh, number Plus eight, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Jim really? Carrey, Kate Winslet. Yes, I've seen it many, many times. Uh, one of mm, my most rewatched out movies. Every time. It is a bummer, but at the same time, it's so good. Uh, 2004, Michael Gondry, uh, the director. I wrote that down as well. Uh, one of, I guess, the most famous indie movies. A lot of people don't know that it's an indie movie because it has A-list Gary. actors. But well, yeah, because it also has like Mark Ruffalo and uh, uh, Kirsten Dunst are also in the movie just as like side characters. I mean, it was at the beginning of their careers, so that makes a little bit of sense. But the concept, it's high concept. It's the idea of being like it's ventures on sci fi at different points where you're exploring 
the actual mind of the other person and deleting someone from your memory. And I love the concept and the fact that they tried to like explain it within this movie and the, like the effects seem like they're way more expensive than they are. Uh, heartbreaking scenes all the time. Uh, I love Kate Winslet in it. Obviously Jim Carrey does a dramatic role, but he's still Jim Carrey. So there's some good jokes in there. Uh, one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's fun. It's in the, that concept of, of deleting memories of someone to try to like deal with it and stuff is uh has been parodied, been brought. I play in some sci-fi games sometimes now. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I've never heard of it before that movie. So I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say that was. I think it was the origin. The or origin. It uh, yeah. I mean, whatever. probably some book in the 1800s exactly. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that's the first time I've never seen it in pop culture. It's a like you said, it's a fascinating moral dilemma that leads to a lot of. Yeah, that's a theme throughout mine, Coach. I'm going to be honest. Uh, the moral dilemmas and things along those lines are uh, pretty heavy. Through this I like that. I like that you have a theme because my list, I realized, has a theme. I'll kind of let it build and see if anyone can kind of guess it as we go. Um, and then I'll sort of reveal it at the end. But let's jump in my list. Number 10, Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, oh, one of the new ones on my so list. Uh, I was late to the party, apparently. I was late to the party. Oh, really? I watched it in theaters, dude. It I was know. a great movie. I told told me it was gonna be great. And I was the like, intro yeah, of know. Aquafina, uh like to like the you know, yeah, overall society, kind of their introduction to her. She's she's so funny, makes her return in Shang-Chi and uh, also a great movie. Yeah, absolutely, just phenomenal movie. So fun. Uh the, the the entire world that they build, this whole like super rich family, which has been done before, my big bag Greek wedding, things like that. It's obviously what this is kind of based on, but obviously for the Chinese culture, and it's so good it's it's not like over the top funny at any point which i think is maybe why some people wouldn't have it as high as i do random ken jong cameo oh yeah it's all the yeah all this like all the siblings and they're like significant others all those stories are like sort of interesting Mm -hmm. uh you know the sister who's got like a husband who's emasculated all that stuff it's it's sort of interesting there's pretty funny stuff uh the opening scene with the the mom at the hotel like the power dynamic, we just like boom, dunked mm, on you. I bought the hotel. Great. Suck it. Uh, you won't let me in the hotel. Oh my like, god, I, I bought it. it. I love it so much. It's it, like, I mean, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's very good. Bruce Wayne thing to do. So I, I just love the movie. All the, all like you said, a lot of characters get introduced that end up being these bigger things. I mean, we see them in stuff like like Marvel movies and all that. So Crazy Rich Asians barely made my list. I'm talking. I had to rewatch it to make sure. And it, and it held on. I mean, followed by our first superhero movie of the list. Hold on, just shout. Oh, I got. I just wanted a note on it. Shout out to that movie for just. It, there's there's so many things they could have done wrong with that concept where it was just like flexing money and stuff, but instead they had some a really well thought out storyline. So, I mean, obviously, yeah, feel free to comment on my movies too because I think that makes it fun. No, I agree. And the thing about Chris Jason's is that I I feel it, dude. I married into it like a semi rich and not a ginormous obnoxious the rich family but you do feel it you feel the the tension and like the whole like the significant other you're like ah but you have to be good enough but like your your significant other doesn't care but like you can feel that her family cares so it's it's a thing and i like it uh and i relate to it dark knight rises finally got a superhero movie on our list it's not an mcu one unfortunately i didn't put it on my honorable mentions i did think about it with batman begins but the fact that i included one of the trilogy and one of my top 10 i was like there's no reason for me to just talk about all of them really it's my favorite one to watch uh for some reason when i watch dark knight there are scenes that just to me drag on and i'm i'm over it i've watched them both about the same amount of times at this point 
I was never the huge Dark Knight's the best movie of all time person. I was <laughs> I I was always Heath Ledger's the best. I've always said Christian Bale's still the best Batman. I think I still agree with that. Dark Knight Rises to me was the most fun. I love Bane. He's just Tom infinitely Hardy's stupid quotable. accent, and then it ends up being awesome the whole movie. Oh, it's, it's so, so good. Ridiculous. I kind of like. I kind of like Catwoman. I wish you got to see her do more Catwoman stuff. But I, she's not my favorite Catwoman. Like, not even no, not she's good. She's good. I, I like all the scenes she's in. I, I like the intrigue. I don't care for the plot about the big nuclear bomb, but for yeah. some reason that doesn't affect the movie for me. I don't quite know why. That's but weird because it takes love up it. a lot of screen time. The whole nuclear bomb thing. You know, I think it's because when I watch it, I kind of forget that's what's happening. I'm like, oh, they're taking over the. The you know the enterprise well, and all the money the first time and you have I still the forget tell you I... all ghoul reveal you kind of just like you roll with that being on the tip of your mind the whole movie. Nope, never is. I I forget it all the time. I, I love that movie too. Uh, the Liam Neeson cameos top tier. <laughs> it's just I'm the yes, resident Batman. I, would, I, mean, I know, and I love his the best part. I almost put Batman Begins, but I was like, no, there is like huge chunks of that movie that I hate. Uh, but some of my favorite stuff is like him training as a as a knight. Oh my God, of Shadows so is just so good. Um, and his bone, his bane fight when he's just down there, like you merely adopted to the dark. That's some I of the best scenes ever. So, me, but blinding. Dark Knight Rises. I'm glad it made the list. Um, it's a good superhero movie, agree, and it's just a good on. movie overall. It's super fun to watch. Number eight is the first Harry Potter. I might be the only person I know whose favorite Harry Potter is the first Harry Potter. You know, without that you bring up Harry Potter, I'm surprised none of those movies made my list. But, <laughs> spoiler, I guess. I love Harry Potter, but it didn't make my list. Yeah, everybody, since it's weird that the first one's my favorite one, I, it's it's just so magical. It's so world whimsical. Building. It's all about world building in that yeah, one. Yeah, it's, it's got the fun world. It's got the like just him learning how to do magic, and he's in wonder of everything all the time. Everything's cool. The, the reveal of the, you know the street and the money and the bricks that move and oh, Diagon Alley. It's all just great. Everything about the first movie just makes me feel like I'm in a warm blanket, just playing Harry Potter board game um, all day long. And I love it. Which and we literally do sometimes. We throw on yeah. the first Harry Potter movie and play the Harry Potter board game. And it's wonderful. Yeah. It's so wonderful. Uh, yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta shout out Harry Potter. It's the, one of the greatest film franchises of all time. So I'm glad you put some respect on them and brought it up. Because uh, if you guys haven't been to Harry Potter World, also go do that because it's pretty legendary. Oh, and, uh, it's, it's so fun. It's a little dated compared to some of the new Disney World stuff, but I still just love it. Diagon Alley is, is just mm, magnificent. So. Butter beer. Yeah. Mm, yes. Yep, All right. Yeah, that's 1098. I'm starting to think that the more I think about it, I don't think we're going to have a single thing that's on both of our lists. Yeah. Now, the, more, the more and more we talk, I really don't think so because I'm continuing on the the mental unreliable narrator route type of thing. That's my, that's one of my favorite things in cinema. Uh, my, my number seven is Mr. Nobody. Have you even seen this? Movie? Never. No, I've never heard it. What's okay. I'm going to do it right now while you talk, you talk and I'm going to look yes, it up. Uh, it's what it came out in 2010, uh, directed by Jocko Van Dormeil. I think that's how you say his name. It's starring Jared Leto, which has oh, become one of the it. most hated actors because he's in the, one of the worst DC movies and uh, the worst Marvel movie. But this is one of those. Th- this is why I'm always like going to bat for Jared Leto because I love this movie so much. So to just to throw you the concept, he is the last mortal man on Earth. It's, it leans a little bit into sci-fi, and everyone else is like immortal now. And like the, the explanation of why they're immortal is pretty silly. Like they each have like companion pigs that give them like. That's not the focus of the movie. Oh, love it. The, fu- the future thing is 
barely Gold, golden uh, compass right. style, but with weird picks. Love it. Yeah, but uh, the concept that like I loved about it is the unreliable narrator. It's one of my favorite things that books do, games do, movies do, where you can't trust the person talking because he's straight up. He's in a therapy session, and because he's the last mortal man, people are really paying attention to him, trying to hear his stories of what it would be like, <laughs> like uh, uh, repop or excuse me, like sexual intercourse is no longer needed to repopulate society so people don't bang anymore and he has to explain why banging was so cool but through the whole thing he's telling three different stories based he starts as a kid and he meets three different girls in like his childhood neighborhood and there there's different diverging things throughout the whole movie but the main concept is there's three girls that he falls in love with he tells the love story of each of them and you're spending the whole movie trying to figure out what actually makes sense and which one's the true story. And I just love how it does that. It's got like a uh, Juno temple in it as a, does it actor. tell you at the end what's true or is it left up it, to you to interpret? I am of the opinion that you do learn which one it is, but there, for some reason there's still a debate. So okay. what, his, I believe one, you. I on trust his you. last breath, he says one of the girl's names and that's the one that I gotcha. personally bought into the most through the whole movie. But one of the other things that like diverges, his parents get divorced. And in one scene, he catches the train and goes with his mom. In another scene, his shoe tears and he stays with his dad. Gotcha. And his dad ends up like in a wheelchair and like quadriplegic and he has to take care of his dad. There's, you know, I don't need to explain the whole movie. Just honestly, I get watch it. I kind of I kind of want to watch it. I yep. do hate Jared Leto, but it sounds interesting enough. Uh, so. Yeah, it's it's a little bit long. Uh, it's not for everyone, but it's another one of those like uh, mental things that I just I'm really into. And speaking of mental stories, uh, Inception made my number six. I knew it. I knew it would. Yep, 2010. Christopher Nolan. Uh, Leonardo I do not like this movie, but it's I don't fine. think I need to explain to. I don't even need to like harp around this too much. Just. The way I explain what I love in movies explains exactly what happens in Inception. It's a dream within a dream. You don't know what's real. There's a lot of uh, fun concepts through this whole film, and I love Christopher Nolan, so that got my number six. I super don't like that movie, but that's okay. Um, I just don't get it. I don't understand why people like it. It just bugs me. Yeah, but you said, like, I I mean, you know that I like it because I bring it up all the time. Like, the fact that Doctor Strange has trippy visuals like that, too, it it's, yep. yeah, I, I can understand that it's not for everyone, and that's okay. We have that's different. Right. We might not have no. I don't think we're gonna have a single one. That's fine. We Keep might going. not. That maybe, makes it really funny. Uh, we'll get number one. five is my first superhero movie, so we made it pretty far up the Ooh. list before we got to my superheroes. Uh, Captain America Two: The Winter Soldier. Twenty fourteen really? Russo Bros. Yep, made my number four. Or excuse me, number five. I was saying number uh, five. Yeah, no, my number four is coming next. But Captain America Two: uh, Bucky is one of my favorite Marvel characters. <laughs> the whole story behind it. This is kind of the Russo's intro to the MCU. And they're like, you know, the godfathers of the whole thing. Now I, I can't speak highly enough about this movie. We're on the Marvel stuff podcast. I've already made my love of this movie known on all of our previous episodes. So if you're really curious about what I think, go back and listen to the stuff, but Captain America two got my number five. Yeah. Great. That's, that's a, it's a fun movie. It's a, it's, it's fun movie. I don't, I don't love it as much as everyone else. Obviously um spoiler alert doesn't make my list so we continue our train of not having anything in common i yeah no I, i'm 100 confident we have zero in common which makes this even more interesting of a podcast i would have honestly god if someone 19. if someone would have made me bet before we started i would have said we had two movies in common but i would have been wrong it seems well, like 
there might be one. I think maybe my number three might be on your list too, but we'll find out. Ooh, uh, number four, uh, no, Southpaw. You can stop going. How's that sound? Why? Let me have a turn. Well, oh yeah, that's right. It is your turn. Well, yeah. spoiler alert. You can do your uh, well, one. Southpaw. Southpaw's a great movie. Yeah. Um, my fault. Love it. All right. Yeah. Number seven is a movie called Hell or High Water. Um, you've seen it. Probably never heard of it. Eh, it it was up for awards. I've and heard stuff, of but it, it's but not I've never seen it. Terribly popular. Um, it's about two brothers who are, you know, they're kind of poor. They live out in Texas and they're robbing banks is what they're doing. But it's not like a traditional bank heist movie. There's not action. There's not like a secret plot and reveal and twist and stuff. It's really just the story of these two brothers and they're lobbying only local banks because they know they're too poor to have like cameras that recycle and stuff and blah, blah, blah. It's a pretty well thought out set of crimes. But they're trying to raise a certain amount of money. And as the movie goes on, you realize they're raising it for a specific reason. They found oil on their land. So they know that they can like set their family up for the future. But they just need to pay their mortgage off before the bank takes their land. Huh. So they're stealing a bunch of money. Do you know um, when this came out by chance? 2007, 2008, maybe. Okay. Uh, I'll put it on my list because I've never seen the movie, so maybe it would have made my list if I'd ever seen it. But Heather High Water. It's, it's a phenomenal movie. It's, it's got Chris Pine in it as, as kind of the main guy. Ben Foster's his brother. Jeff Bridges uh, is kind of the cop that's going against him. Okay. It was 2016. I don't know why I said seven. I meant, I meant 17. Um, but yeah, it's 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 super fun. It's very cool. One brother's like high headed, and and the other brother's just really trying not to. To get caught, he wants to get so it's it's very cool. It's a lot of really fun, just like super well acted scenes uh, that I quote all the time and no one ever gets. But that's all right. And number six, this was one that I put at ten, and I was like, I'm not sure I'm gonna. This is gonna keep the list. And I watched it yesterday morning, <laughs> and it went all the way up to six. And I nice. what, I kept thinking of moving it higher. I was like, Ah, I know it's right here. It's where it's gotta be. It's called Up on Poppy Hill. Um, there's a set of movies called the Studio Ghibli movies. You guys have heard oh, me reference yeah, a few times. Yes, you have. And I love a lot of them. And I've taken, I mean, Josh has gone to see some with me. It's true. We've watched, you know, Princess yeah, Mononoke, and Castle. Spirit Away, Howl's Movie Castle. It wasn't even close to making the list as much as I do. No, like but it. we went and watched that one together. <laughs> we did. Uh, but there was really a few in contention. And Isn't the, the Poppy about, one the really sad one based on like a war? Or is that, am I yeah, so yep, Up on Poppy Hill is an interesting one because unlike the rest of Studio Ghibli's, which have monsters and fairies and demons or which like they all have some sort of magical element to them. Mm-hmm. Poppy Hill has none of it. It is 100% just about <laughs> these two teenagers who grew up in post-World War II Japan. Well, while Japan's hosting the Olympics, I don't know why they keep saying that like it matters, but it gets referenced a few times. But they just, they go to high school. It's a little bit of a romance. And they're trying to save like the lit club. It's like this big building where all the weird nerds have an astrology club and a psychology club and a philosophy and all this kind of stuff. And they're trying to save it to preserve the old. Uh, But it's just, it's all, it's so very magical. And the romance is very magical. um, And there's some sad stuff. It's, it just makes me feel good. Everything about it. It's one of the slower movies I've ever watched. It feels like nothing ever happens, but then you get to the end and you're just like, was this our oh. first animated one, Coach, between the two of us? I think it, I think it is. Because I don't yes. have any animated uh, so far. Nice. Yep. Yeah, this is. The, Not to first. take you off your roll, but I was... I believe it's my first and only one. one. I believe it's my first and only animated movie. 
Number five, another superhero movie. Let's go. We're moving up the list, guys. All right. mm-hmm. Some of those people at 16 have literally Recap. already lost. No, you already lost. What do, how many do we uh, have so far, Coach? With uh, So far, with we've got two. Yep. And here comes three Indeed. with Shang-Chi. Boom. Uh, Shang-Chi at number five. Shouldn't be a surprise. Um, I'm not I love surprised. that movie more than almost anyone. I do love that movie. I might, yeah, I might actually put it next year on our rankings for Infinitive Tears. But I, I did go back. I did go back and listen to that podcast. Just be like, oh, what, what I said about all these movies to start with, and I said it then, and I agree with it now. Shang Chi is one of my favorite movies ever. I said why. Go back. You can watch the Marvelous Depths episode about explaining it, or pretty much the 15 other episodes it gets brought up in. Uh, talk. We did. Talk. We went hard on Shang Chi because it was so good. Like, it's just so fun, and the action is just my kind of action. Like Rush Hour, like almost made my list because I just love it. It's so funny, and it's so like just that kind of jumpy sort of action is way up there for me. And I I could watch this movie over and over again. There's really only one scene. It's the car chase that I don't like. I I even like the weird fighting of those monsters at the end because I like the way the dragon scales imbue yeah. their weapons. So I like all of it. I love the dynamic. I look forward to the the romance that was budding in it. I like just the character growth of the main character is something that falls flat in too many superhero movies. And this one like really was mm, mucho, mucho goodo, as they would say. Nice. Plus, it reminds me of one of my favorite uh, Batman characters, Damian Wayne. So it's kind of kind of got a similar vibe. Similar to Damian Wayne, yeah. Uh, and all the all the fun world stuff you get to see. The I like the little. Ronnie Chang's great in it. All the stuff's good. You know why it's good. All right, keep going. You're up. Let's get this, this yep. these top ones going. Uh, one, I just, well, I, this, I think it's fun to point mm-hmm. things out. I don't think we've had a single comedy yet, Coach. Not a, well, yeah. Hey, Crazy Rich Asians is considered a comedy. Is it? I thought that yeah. was more of like, uh, you know, something nope. else. But okay, fair enough. Crazy Rich Asians is considered well, a comedy. I haven't had any comedies yet. There's only been one. So that's interesting, I guess. Uh, number four, the drama Southpaw. I spoiled it a little bit unintentionally, but came out in 2015. Antoine Foucault, I believe is how you say the director's name. You're uh, going to have to explain it. You have to sell this movie hard. You have to explain to me why this is better than Rocky or The Fighter or Creed. I've seen The to Fighter. Me, I've seen it's Creed. definitively a B tier to their A tier. I, 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 like, I think this is the movie on here that I might get the most like questions about. And I don't know what to tell you. Just the time that I watched it in my life. The star of the show, you know, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, and we got Rachel McAdams looking great, 50 Cent with his uh, manager position. But I don't know, man. It just hit me different when, like, his wife dies because of his anger problems. And then he's there's many references to him almost committing suicide a few different times because he's tortured by the loss of his wife, doesn't know how to move forward. It's the ultimate redemption stuff where, you know, he's crashes his car and he's got a gun in his hand and then his daughter has to like call an ambulance or whatever it's it's all very sad stuff and seeing him because he starts in his prime best boxer of all time in his weight class in the movie obviously he falls down to lower than the lowest and then he makes his uh his makes makes his redemption you've seen the movie i understand uh, yeah that. i know i, I like it like i said i just Soundtrack well, uh, next to none, by the way. Uh, I I still work out to that. Yeah, uh, no, you're, yeah, playlist all the time. Eminem's great. I just feel like the sports movie stuff of it doesn't hit for me quite the same way it does when I watched the first. Well, Rocky that's the thing. It is Creed. a boxing. movie. It's not but quite a boxing movie. I know. I like it because it's more of a character-driven movie. Like boxing's almost second to the storyline that's going on with Jake Gyllenhaal, and you know yeah, that's just, what yeah. he does for a living. But it's 
more acknowledging that what it, what's going on in his life and how he's going to deal with it. I don't have a much of a better explanation. No, coach. It's, it's just a personal thing, I guess. You're just, you're just, it's fine. We all have things we're wrong about. I wouldn't say wrong. <laughs> Differing opinions might be a better way to put it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I think the audience might agree with me and just say you're wrong, but we'll find out. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, number three, Logan. Uh, 2017 James Mangold. Nice, great. We did a marvelous steps on Logan. I've already talked up and down about Logan a million times. Hugh Jackman, he's one of the greatest superhero actors of all time. The fact that he got to play the character for 20 years and he this was like the conclusion. And I've said before, the first X Men movie was my introduction into Marvel movies. Was the first X Men so. Hugh Jackman's in that one. So he's been there through my whole journey of being a superhero nerd. And this is the most well done movie of all of them. Uh, Old Man Logan's one of my favorite comic book graphic novels of all time. And they definitely influence some of what's going on here. Uh, you guys have seen the movie. You know it's good. So I don't need to say much else, I don't think. Did that one make your list? That might be the only one that might have. Guess we'll it. find out, won't we? we got, I got four left. It might just make my list. But yeah, the patch is too. Oh, it's just so good. We'll talk about it. Patch is number two, obviously. Come on. Yep. All right, number two. My number two, uh, another one, another indie film. I was uh, kind of a little bit surprised it's another indie film, but I've rewatched this movie probably more than any other movie because I can't of believe I have how no idea what this is about to be. I know that's my favorite part. That's why I'm building it up. Uh, 2009 was the release year and it was directed by Mark Webb, who is uh, famous for directing the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies. Oh, fascinating. The movie is 500 days of summer. I should have known. I should have known. It's so I should have known. It's like, it's, yeah, I mean, if no comedies uh, that you're going to have 500 days of summer. Yeah, pretty sure everyone uh, knows what my number one is going to be. And we're going to get to that eventually. But 500 days of summer, just, I, it always makes me feel good. I think it was just being a sad emo boy growing up. It's like, things don't always work out. I think that's the thing that makes me love it is it builds up this epic love story and you really get invested in the two of them and you love their relationship and then you slowly see them drift apart and it turns the typical romance story on its head. It's got some like high concept stuff where like he's randomly falls asleep in a movie theater and then he's playing chess in black and white against one of the other characters in the movie. There's a lot of wonky stuff. There's a weird uh, dance number where he dances with like cartoon birds in the city starts dancing with them. There's some random stuff in there but i think that just adds to it and the fact that he doesn't end up with her he doesn't get the girl and uh it ends up being okay that because he ends up dating autumn i said. hated that i'll be honest song. with you it, it if, they, if she would have had any other name maybe um, this would have pushed right no it wouldn't no, it that's the be, that's the best part of the whole movie to me i, I hate it, it i hate that the freaking second girl's name is autumn i'm like shut up i know summer i know autumn comes after summer let's leave it alone uh, but no that's no, why I, it's so good just they're they're cutesy they're meat cutes they're you know karaoke nights going to ikea which if you ever actually go to ikea with a significant other is nowhere near as fun as what they have no it's very long it's very drawn out yes maybe that's because you're not with the right person maybe it's because you are with the right person maybe it's supposed to be boring those guys are it's a it's a dumb thing to do but yes uh you've seen the movie you know what i'm talking about and I don't know if you probably a little bit surprised that it made that high up on my list, but no. If I would have thought about it, I would have. I would have said it. Was well, I've five. told you about it. I just, times. just, it just gapped my mind. All right, let's go into mine then. Four Civil War. Uh, oh, let's get another, I love that movie. Another superhero movie. I believe we're at five now between the two of us, um, with only a few movies left to talk about. 
Civil War is uh is just the most fun one. I, I think in terms it's of pure so fun, there's no way you could tell me that you think a different superhero movie is more fun. Everything about it is is just cool stuff happening. The Spider-Man introduction, the Ant-Man stuff, the, the Black, Black Panther, Panther stuff. introduction. Yeah, let's go. Oh, it's just it's so money. Winter Soldier is awesome. He gets to like he's very cool in this movie. Um the emotions are deep, the kind of I don't care for the whole Soviet accords, whatever, because it doesn't quite make sense what it even is. Um, but everything they about did take the yeah. actual concept from the Civil War comic books, which is pro or anti-registration, it made it a little bit different because uh, almost no one has a secret identity. But in the comic yeah. books, roughly like seventy percent of superheroes did. So they, I'm yeah, glad it's they more like up. should you be working for someone or should you be exactly or can you be like a freelance superhero type of thing which is i think actually a a legitimate interesting topic because i feel like in general i don't know that it would be a good idea to just have super powered people doing whatever they want in whatever country they want because people are very nationalistic and they would legitimately they would blame america if a superhero who was born in america went over and messed stuff up so it's interesting in that regard but the movie doesn't go that deep but it's just fun i think the airport scene is iconic for a reason. I think everything that happens in it is funny. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's it's engaging. There's fun action. There's some heartbreaking lines. stuff too, where Tony Stark finds out that he's you know Bucky's the one that killed his yeah. parents and stuff like it's. I am not. It sets Black you, Panther yeah. up perfectly for the Black Panther movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to me, I think it's the most fun one. I am. I'm actually surprised it's not on your list. I know what your number one is, so I know that. Civil War didn't make your list, but it's definitely super surprising to me. Um, my number three my and two here. If that makes you feel better. My, yeah. My number three and two here are, are movies that came out in similar timelines uh, that you've probably heard of, maybe watched. If you haven't watched these movies, go watch them. The first one is Lincoln, um, which is Daniel Day-Lewis, Daniel Day-Lewis height of his powers, won the Oscar um, for every single reason he should have. It's phenomenal. You would think he was Abraham Lincoln and they just kind of filmed Abraham Lincoln walking around all day. It's the story of how they passed um, the 14th Amendment and abolished slavery. That is the right amendment, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's it's just fascinating. The the way it breaks down and the how politics get done, especially back in that day, but it's sort of similar to how it gets done in these days. Well, you're exposing a blemish in my uh, cinema nerd stuff, and I've actually never seen the movie, so... You really should. It's it's yeah. He he wins it for a reason. It's really cool. There's no like there's no action thing. It's all very just in a room, old people talking to old people about old people stuff, trying everything to get this bill passed. But some of the scenes where he just goes full Lincoln and it's oh it's so good. Uh, I could watch it on repeat. Some of my favorite movie scenes of all time are in there. Just the stories he tells, and uh, see yeah, you got to watch it sometime. It's very cool. Uh, number two, a little more high octane, but still not anything other than people talking in rooms is Spotlight. You know, you I I do love them. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I I'm a journalism major, so this was like the height of <laughs> like, is, what we had I to watch. You would have. I know I did like the movie, but it's not like it, it's just not. It wasn't even on my honorable mentions. No, <laughs> uh, there's just there's there's so many scenes that I I legitimately will like. Someone will bring something up, it'll trigger in my head, and I'll just be like. Uh, I bought it on YouTube so I could watch it whenever I want. Nice. And I'll literally just pull up YouTube and watch the whole movie at any time during work anywhere, or something. Fam. 
Movies Anywhere lets you combine all of your uh, like Apple, Microsoft, all that good stuff. That's my move. That's a good call. Uh, it's, I'll have to look into that. But yeah, so it's it's a movie that I'll literally just watch. Anytime someone brings up a single scene, I'll think, oh, I'll just watch that scene. And then what I end up doing is watching the whole movie. Mm-hmm. It's just, good. It's a great um, movie. I'm not going to say Just that. the breakdown of how the just how the Catholic Church did what it did. But then like the hurdles that are like in a journalistic person's way mm. is like fascinating to me that this this idea that we all know something's wrong, but we just have to like keep convincing people to talk about it so it can get done. Uh, it's fascinating. And like, it really does take something like a big, big newspaper, something breaking a story for people to care. Mm-hmm. If you just went to individuals and told them they would do what individuals do. And that would be to cower. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, more recent examples, the whole Cosby case, when that, uh, all those spotlights came out with all the victims, that was a pretty big factor in getting him, uh, indicted and all that stuff. So, yeah, all this stuff. I mean, yeah, Michael Nassar, all this stuff like it's, always takes way too long to come out. And it's just I part of the world. I wanted to be a journalist coach. <laughs> I it never is, did it, but that's why I wanted to do it because there's uh, some people that can change lives, but it's not your boy Josh Kennedy from Facebook. Unless you like just, Marvel stuff. Yeah, we're changing lives that way. But yeah, it's just, it's good. It makes me, I love it so much. Pretty much anytime a big movie. case comes out, I walk spotlight. Um, let's do some honorable mentions of anything that hasn't mentioned yet, just to kind of... Yep. To bounce around. Uh, you want to go one to one, or you want to just smash through the whole list? Because I don't care either way. I've just got a couple on the list. Um, Beauty and the like Beast seven. was on my list for a while, the original cartoon one. But then there's some things I like more in the live action, but there's no way I like the live action more no. than it. I know. So because of that, I didn't put it on there. Lion King used to make my list forever, but now yeah. maybe it's because I've watched it nine billion times. That's I don't know. Oversaturated. It, it just can't make my list anymore. I just the music's still great i think yeah, but to no, me no. the scenes between the music i'm just kind of like uh yeah mm. gotta look at my phone gotta mess around lord of the rings one again so if you if you're trying to find out what Not the theme the of my one. movies were hey that's why lord of the rings one didn't make my list is because i was is it really better than the two and i was like yes i like some of, but then i thought about some of my favorite scenes are in two i like two itself it's kind of long oh i just again it's the world building of one. It's the, it's the magic. It's the, the slow build. It's the finding out who's who. Oh, all that stuff's good. I already mentioned Rocky when you were talking. It's on my list. It went off my list. Um, super good movie. But it's sort of, sort of dated. The action doesn't hold up. The boxing scenes aren't as good as, like, say, Creed is now. Creed's so good. if they went back and just reshot the boxing scenes of Rocky, it'd probably make my wrist. Um, and Logan was my hardest cut. I know. Um, I was surprised that one didn't make your like ten or nine. That was the one I thought we were gonna have in common because I know our number ones aren't the same. So, so I went back and rewatched Logan. Logan is the only movie I rewatched that didn't end up making the list. Um, there's you just it scenes... black and white though. I did not watch it in black and white. Maybe it's pretty that cool black and white. I have it, it on like the 4K DVD thing. The opening scene at the Blue. car is like okay. I like the vicious end to it. All the stuff at the beginning with the Dude, rated R Wolverine is the greatest. The fact I know, that he finally but got gore. Oh, but God. there was like five minutes up to that moment that are like, this is kind of boring. I'm over it. I get it. Let's go. And the whole like driving on the highway and the truck attacks them. It's a, it's a scene. vacation movie, kind of. <laughs> I know it is. Uh, so the super, there's parts of it that are super, super good, but there's parts of it that are super long to me. So for that reason, if I really had to think about like how much do I enjoy watching this. 
I love that. Movie I would so say much. it, clearly made my it couldn't quite make my list, uh, but I do love it. Obviously, I think it's one of the best superhero movies ever. That could be the difference between some people who, uh, you know, had a number and didn't have a number. And uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, funny because I don't think our honorable mentions really yeah, had a lot ahead. of overlap either. <laughs> uh, I put Whiplash, twenty fourteen, yep. Miles Teller, J.K. Simmons, great movie. Uh, very that uh, does, that was my list. I didn't I didn't mention it, but it was it was on my initial list, and I did I took it off at the end. Yep, love that one. Uh, the original Matrix, nineteen ninety nine, the Wachowskis. Uh, couldn't put it on my list, but just Damn. the concept of it was great the first time. Uh, Clerks, nineteen ninety four, Kevin Smith. Uh, I love that movie because I love Kevin Smith, so that's why I love it. Yeah, it's, it's a feel, you feel good when you watch it. You're just like oh, yeah, I feel well, good it's watching this I mean, I that guy, he's on my bucket list of celebrities to me. He's just so genuine and loving, and I, I just I can't get enough of that guy. And Clerks is the fact that he made it while he was the age he was. It's incredible, and the budget he had. Anyway, uh, The Godfather. I that's that's one that you had me. You didn't tell me to rewatch, but I did rewatch on your kind of suggestion. And it's exactly how I remembered it. It's still a fantastic crime movie and gangsters, and I really do love it. But it just it wasn't good enough to make my top ten. Uh, these, these I got a run of superhero movies, so I'll just close it out. And this is probably gonna make people pissed because it didn't make my list and their number was wrong. But The Joker, twenty nineteen, Todd Phillips. I love that movie. Mm. I know you're not huge on it. Uh, Into the Spider Verse, twenty eighteen, had like three directors. Mm. That's a really really good animated movie it's yeah. fun it's i think it's overrated i would really watch incredibles uh, every day of incredibles week. is good too but no i like spider-verse more uh the batman 2022 matt reeves uh i straight the only batman movie i like more is the dark knight dark knight rises got bumped to number three on my batman movies fascinating i gotta watch movie. it again maybe i gotta watch batman again i did yeah, love it in theaters obviously i gave it high reviews mm-hmm. watch. i already mentioned uh under the red hood that was my last honorable mention sweet movie. all right well uh your number one is uh is dark knight what's my number one uh godfather <laughs> all right perfect you talk about godfather i'll talk about dark knight no i'm kidding you can go ahead th- th- tell me why dark knight is the, is the best movie of all time i don't i mean it's also it's almost nauseating people talking about the dark knight now so i don't even want to like go off on it because everybody that's seen it has seen it a million it's, times it's been They've a while it's been a while it's uh, I mean, it's a Batman crime movie putting Batman in genuine society and like how villains could actually theoretically be, you know, come to relevance. The whole GCPT politics of the movie is one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. Uh, obviously, I'm a big Batman fan. Saw that thing and saw this thing in theaters. Fantastic. I can't get enough of Heath Ledger. Morgan Freeman's Lucius Fox is a highlight mm-hmm. of the movie too. There's just there's nothing that I dislike about it. Like there's the the pencil scene with the Joker is phenomenal. Obviously, that's uh. I mean I can't talk it up enough. Everybody's seen it. Christopher Nolan's a genius. He's my number one because it's my number one. I've been the Batman guy since I was a very young child, and I still get really nerdy batman things from relatives well into my 20s and i just don't care i'm the batman guy and the dark knight is the batman movie i love dark knight love dark knight absolutely love it i think it's a great movie um i think it's one of the best superhero movies of all time obviously i think i probably would rate if i was rating just movies that i think are better it would make higher on my list it would have made my list mm. uh, but I I've watched enjoy it so watching and I still don't get tired of it. Oh, yeah. At one I've, point, I can't do it anymore because I've watched it recently, but I had the dialogue pretty much verbatim through the whole thing. That's how many times I've seen this. Fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, I probably haven't seen it that many times, but I have seen it at least 30 to 40 times. Uh, 
It's probably one of my more watched ones. I do love it a lot. I watched the whole trilogy multiple times. Things great. Um, obviously, number one for me is Godfather. Uh, it's the it's again, like you said, if you didn't know me, you don't really know me. You just think, oh, you just pick the top movie on IMDb or whatever. Superhero guy. Yeah. Uh, no, this is my favorite movie. Uh, I didn't watch it for the first time until four or five years ago. Um, we it hurt. Are, you got to watch opinions. it. I think I watched it. Well, my, I think I watched it the first time ten years ago, and then like twice since. Still yeah. really good. I kept being told God, and Godfather's great, but it's like God, it's so old, like whatever. And the first time I watched it, I watched it, and I thought somebody was like, "That's pretty, that's cool. I liked it." Didn't quite understand what was going on, and the reason is because it's not like any movie that's ever existed. True. It just like will jump six, seven years out of nowhere. It's yep. not going to give you timestamps. It's not going to give you anything. It's just it's telling a long form story, and it's not holding your hand literally at all. When Michael like it, was hiding out in uh, what was it Italy or whatever in Corleone, Sicily, Sicily yeah, which is in Italy. Yeah. Right, speaking of which, <laughs> f- funny part I realized recently I've learned this that the girl he hooks up with when he's in Sicily, the actress was only sixteen, but her nude scene is still in the movie. But oh, you would never, think HBO uh, Max would have like gone back and retroactively Paramount Plus for the record, Paramount Plus, or you right. can watch yes. it now. But yeah, that's actually pretty messed up. I Just did funny. not know but she yes. was so young. Sicily, uh, that's great, great scenes. Uh, well, yeah, the, I, I was gonna say like, why is that super relevant? I mean, I get that he was hiding out, but do we do we need all those scenes? I'm not saying. I mean, clearly it was a choice and it worked out for him, but I don't think we needed it. Well, I think the the reasoning is it is it because it wanted to show that the connection between it wanted you as the audience to realize that when the brother died, when, mm. uh, you know, when they shoot the brother up at that stop, Sunny, yeah. they wanted you to realize that like, that was them attacking the Corleone family. Cause his, his car gets bombed at the same time. Yeah. So it was like, he was trying to hide Corleones were doing everything right. They weren't doing anything and they got attacked anyway. Yep. Um, plus they wanted to show off Sicily. It's an Italian movie for Italian people. So, and it's based on a book, so it was in the book, whatever. Um, but I just, I think it's my, it, I think it's not only my favorite movie, it ranks as the best movie of all time on most people's lists, except for maybe Godfather 2, which also didn't make my list. But when I watch it, eh, I, I love that movie, but it's probably and closer it's so to my, my 20th. It's so long. The second yeah, one. God, yeah. Well, the most, long too, but the second one's pretty longer. long. Uh, but yeah, once the more I watch Godfather and you like, realize what's happening and you like, you understand how much Michael Corleone actually realizes what's going on. The Godfather himself, Vito is like one of the greatest. Oh dude, the opening scene of Godfather, you know, it gets parodied everywhere. Yeah, exactly. The horse's Um, head also gets parodied all the time, but it's for a reason because it's one of the greatest movies ever. That opening scene is, I would put scene for scene with the best scene of all time in any movie. I just think it's that good. It's that fact that it starts out with like an assault story. That's like the kickoff to the movie. I'm like, Oh, okay. I know. And the way he talks though. And you just like, you get it. There's no, you watch that scene and you realize like, Oh dude, this is like this gangster runs the world right now. It's very cool. So that's my favorite movie of all time. Uh, If you guys will keep a track, I think that puts us at six total, right? Three and three actually. And none of them were the same. Not a single surprises me. I thought a sure we'd have overlap. One. Guess not. Um, just for the record, I went and checked. The only person who guessed six was your wife. So that's kind of bananas. Yeah, and I understand that that may like people think it's convoluted and I rigged the story, but I swear on everything I own, I did not tell her what my story or my list or any of my stuff was. I told her nothing until after she guessed. Yes, After she guessed. I did tell her that. Like, I borderline, I borderline believe it, uh, and I borderline accept it. 
I'm still not going to give her $25, but what I will do is take that $25 and I'll put it towards another competition here in the future for someone who's not our way. Although we do appreciate you, Dominique, so I'll take you out uh, for dinner anytime you guys want. Come to Rockford, and both of you guys' dinner is on me. So dinner's on, Coach. We'll That's cover that, but I will put that $25 towards another competition so one of our our we less a lot of closely connected fans. I we did have a lot of sevens. thought people uh, were going to get the sevens. And, yeah. If I, if, I wouldn't have <laughs> if I wouldn't have rewatched Logan, you the sevens would have won. That's the truth. If I would not have rewatched Logan this week, it would have yeah, stayed. If I would have like race, rewatched so. Civil War before this, maybe it would have made its way on my list. I do love that movie. Um, but that to me, that that's the fun part. That I haven't done this in a long time. It's been a long time. I often will say like, "Oh, yeah, it's one of my five, ten favorite movies." But and then when you really think about it, you're like, mm, I don't know that it is though. So this is a super fun exercise. I encourage everyone to try it sometime. Actually sit down, try to make your list. Um, yeah. You'll be surprised at how many movies you love. For fun, though, actually, what was your oldest and newest movie? Do you know off the top of your head? Because my newest one was 2017, which was Logan. And my oldest one was The Graduate in 1967. So that's, that's quite a range. It's uh, 50 years there of cinema. Both made my top 10 list. Uh, mine was Godfather's the oldest, and I've... Yeah, Shang-Chi was easily the newest. So. Yeah, it's about the, around the same. And 72 to 22. So yep. actually, it's exact. No, Shang-Chi came out in 21. No, 22. No, 21. It was last year. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yep. 20, oh, yeah. I keep forgetting what month it is. All right. So, yeah, about the same, though. 49, 50. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah, I had a, had a few. Old, yeah, like I said, some some old movies on there. Some that I, I need to watch. I need to watch Raging Bull. People keep telling me that's a great one. That's kind of the one that I keep needing to watch. Uh, Scarface is one I've been I've told seen to watch. Scarface, I've never seen it. Never um, seen Scarface. There's a lot of the Depart. There's a lot of good gangster movies that I have. I haven't seen watched Goodwill Hunting recently enough for it to consider. I almost rewatched it to see if it maybe did make my list, but I didn't rewatch it, so it's not. It's not there. Yeah, this was fun. Uh, as a fun little departure to see how much do we truly love Marvel? I would say roughly twenty percent. <laughs> 20% of our love is, is maxed up in the Marvel Stuff podcast, and that's that's all you guys deserve. The well, they deserve a lot more. They deserve to have fun, Coach, but not too much. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah, but as long as they don't have too much fun, which is uh, what we're going to leave you guys with. So absolutely go out there, have fun. Not too much fun. We love you guys. We've had a lot of fun. We're on the bounce back after Miss Marvel. Our numbers are going yep. way back up. So we're thank sorry you. you guys didn't like Miss Marvel, but we could no. not cover Miss Marvel. I, I got to imagine our She-Hulk numbers aren't going to be amazing either. Oh, yeah. No, so share with your is. friends. <laughs> thank you yeah. guys to the new members on the Facebook page. I mean, we love having you there and uh, love just watching this audience grow and expand. And this interaction on this uh, whole poll thing was one of my favorite things to do on this podcast. And yeah. And we're going to, we're going to try to do it again real soon. Um, maybe before she comes out, we'll get another something. We similar. could go into genres if we want yeah. to and like a lot of leave off our top 10 intentionally. Like, okay, rank your top 10 action movies, but leave out all of your top 10 of all time. That could be kind of a fun. We could do some fun stuff. There's definitely fun thing. We got some Marvel stuff we want to do. I think yeah. the next thing we're going to do, we've talked about is, uh, is trying to tier, all of our uh, our Marvel suit villains in kind of see, but mm. we're also talking to Brooke about she's going to try to defend Wanda. So look forward to that. The Wanda marvelous depths. It'll be an interesting little episode. Yeah, so. I got a fun one coming up with uh, two of my best friends, Noah King Bates, who's my co-host on the Gotham City Rogues podcast, and uh, my best friend of all time, Darius Walker from the Don't Argue with Idiots podcast. We're gonna go in deep and see how uh, how everyone's feeling about the the Black Panther trailer the recasting of the character, uh, 
the relevance yeah, the character I'm has. I'm here, but... and I'm glad I'm not part of the conversation. I don't know. That oh, I would... I'm excited to be part of it because I'm like obviously not as invested third party, and it'll be a fun uh, kind of. Yeah, I look forward here. to listening to it. All right, well there you guys go. Have fun, have fun throughout the week. Uh, we'll see you next Monday, but don't have uh, don't have too much fun without us.